am so excited for this word that's about to come forth today. Yes, girl. We about to light it up. We have talked about these things for the longest. This particular mm-hmm. discussion, I feel like, throughout our entire journey yeah. in Christ. And so I'm just excited for us to dive a little bit deeper so that we can share with our sisters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because this is an important topic. Wouldn't you agree? Like, fundamental stuff. Yes. <laughs> so today, we're going to be talking about applying the word of God. And not only are we going to be talking about that today, but for the month of May, the entire month of May, we're going to be talking about executing God's word. Hunter and I believe that it is so important to not only understand the word of God, but to live out the word of God in order to live a successful Christian life and to have a successful relationship with Jesus. You must understand what the word is what the word discusses and how you apply it to your life and how you walk it out because it's impossible to be a true Christian and not know the word. It is impossible. You will fail at it. Absolutely. And there are so many people in this lifetime and in this world that has created a separate Christianity. Mm. They have served a separate Jesus, a Jesus that I do not know Mm -hmm. because they have They have done things according to their own preferences and according to myths and fables and traditions, things that they were right. It was raised up in the church that they went to or whatever it is, but it was never biblical. Mm -hmm. So today we want to make sure that we get into the nitty gritty Mm -hmm. of the word of God so that you all can apply to your life. I think that's a good point that you that you brought up before we read this, Mm -hmm. because we want to read a passage for you all. But that you bring up that people are serving a different Jesus or people are have made up their own Christian faith. Yeah. And that's simply because they don't know the word of God. Or yeah. they'll be like, oh, Jesus is just so full of rainbows and butterflies and he's just so loving. Jesus was treating people. Okay. okay. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. <laughs> he was treating all of them. Barely, barely. And, right. Barely, barely. I sound to you. <laughs> Anytime, FYI, and if you read in the Bible where it says barely, barely, that means Jesus was fed up and Jesus was like, Listen, I'm going to say it again. If you haven't seen it plainly, let me say it to you this way. Okay. Barely, barely. I say unto you. (laughs) He was so annoyed. Like, do we not want to bring up the time where he said, how much longer shall I be with you? Right. (laughs) And it was always to like the Jews or people who should have known certain things. He never, like he spoke in parables to the multitudes and the people who didn't have as much knowledge. But when it came to like the Jews or those like high priests and people who's supposed to know the word of God or the Old Testament word, the Torah, he was like, verily, verily, I say unto you, like, ain't you supposed to know this? Aren't you supposed to know that the Messiah is coming? Right. I I have been prophesied (laughs) several occasions on several occasions. Okay. (laughs) Jesus has been prophesied throughout the entire Bible. The entire Bible points to Jesus. There is no way that a Jew cannot believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. That I don't understand. I feel like that number one is definitely of, of the devil mm-hmm. because there's no way that you claim you believe in the Torah mm-hmm. and you don't see the, the, the Messiah was coming and came already. Well, like they definitely like they misinterpreted that whole thing. They thought Jesus was going to come back like on a horse with chariots and take over the rule and reign and, and be like some type of high priest or, or, um, 
um, ruler over them. Just like when he did the miracles. We were mm-hmm. talking about this earlier today. Yeah. When he did the miracles of the five loaves and the two fish, they were literally trying to kidnap Jesus to make him their king. Mm-hmm. They were like, we're going to kidnap him and we're going we gonna to make sure that he rules over us. <laughs> I'm like, what type of people? <laughs> well, God had other plans, okay? Right. Because he, he went to a mountain by himself. <laughs> it was God's will for Jesus to be on the cross. Right. The Bible says that it pleased God to see Jesus on the cross. And that's what I think is so crazy. Mm-hmm. And the fact that so many people do not read the word yeah. is ridiculous. Like it pleased God to see Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, all he did was fulfill prophecy mm-hmm. and all he did was fulfill God's will. Mm-hmm. And so just, we're going to get into this. I don't want to spill it. I don't want to spill it, Hunter. I'm about to spill it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just read the passage. Okay, so we're going to read John 1, and then we're going to read verses 1 through 5. So, beginning at verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Mm. Let's also read that in ESV. Mm-hmm. This is English standard version. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the light was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Mm. So something just came to me really quick and Mm -hmm. this is a little off topic, but have you ever been in a circumstance where you were doing wrong or you were doing something like against the will of God and you felt so convicted to the point where like you could not read the word yes, or you could not pray avoided it yeah avoided (laughs) you felt like so condemned within yourself right Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting how the word says that the darkness comprehended it not Mm -hmm. right and then when we go over to John 3 so what that is talking about the darkness comprehends it not is basically someone that's in darkness cannot understand the things of God they cannot understand the things of light right so when they see the light this is a foreign thing to them It, it does not make sense they have not yet received the key which is the Holy Spirit that reveals truth and unlocks yeah all things unlocks the mysteries of God because the Bible says who knows the mind of a man except for the spirit of the man and so we're not able to know anything about the Bible to really truly understand it unless God has unlocked it for us Mm -hmm. through his spirit and so the darkness comprehends it not right but then we go over to John 3 Um, It goes on to say in verse 19, and this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because Mm -hmm. their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds shall be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. I don't know about y'all, but it's definitely been some times where I'm like, ooh, I feel real guilty right now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will run from the word because I know that that word is about to expose my yeah. deeds that were not done in God. Verse 21 says, but he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they may, that they have been done in God. Mm. 
So I think that's a crucial, crucial piece to us discussing applying the word of God to our lives. Yeah, I think, too, uh, you brought up a good point about how the Holy Spirit is the keeper of all these things. He knows all the secrets of God. And I think it's so important that before we read God's word, that we pray for the Holy Spirit to teach us, because that's yes. a part of what his purpose for us is to teach us, convict us, you know, comfort us. But in that teaching, he has the ability to give us that revelatory knowledge about what the word means and how to apply it daily to your life. Mm-hmm. If you ask God, okay, I, I know what this says, but teach me what this means yes. for me. Like, how do I apply it for me? And the good thing about the word of God is that when you read it, it also reads you. Yes. So it helps you to be convicted. It helps you to analyze yourself and reflect mm-hmm. on the things that you need to work That's on. Good. And then apply it every single day in your life. I used to read the word of God and it would literally settle in my spirit. Like it would settle in my spirit so heavily to the point where I was convicted to be better. I was convicted to live by that word. Like if the Bible told me I needed to be gentle, if the Bible told me I needed to have love and to have peace and that wrath was not of God and vengeance is the Lord's like, I wanted to be like that. Mm-hmm. And so when moments came where that where those feelings would arise that I knew were opposite of the Holy Spirit, instantly scriptures would come to my mind. Mm. And it was nothing but fresh revelation from the Holy Spirit because yeah. I was endowing myself in his word. Yeah. I was being saturated in his word and I was applying it daily, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that's something you know, that what Hunter's saying, like praying that the Holy Spirit gives you revelation and praying that the Holy Spirit gives you conviction mm-hmm. to truly understand and to walk this thing out because without Holy Spirit, like it's so hard. Like you cannot do it without Holy Spirit. No, not at all. And, and that's the thing too, Hunter. Like so many people feel like they can just crack the Bible open. Right. And, oh, I read, you know, from Genesis to Exodus today. Like, great. But did you read it with Holy Spirit? Because right. And did you even, like, how did you consume all of that? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like, I can't, I can barely get through a whole chapter and be like, that was an overload. Seriously. Like, if, if you really sit and meditate on the scriptures and meditate on what God's word says, like, you're not going to go through a whole couple of chapters without really diving yeah. into it. That takes a while. And I feel like initially you can. Like when you yeah. first get saved, okay, you're going to read some things and, and you may not read the whole chapters. You may read a few scriptures and then eventually you start reading a, a few chapters or whatever. At least that's what I did. But I didn't thoroughly understand everything. Like there was so much stuff that God was revealing to me, but it was the basics. It was right. like, this is what you need to know in order to live a holy lifestyle and a righteous lifestyle. But then I know Hunter, you and I talked about this the other day of like how we have re- reread books books of the Bible yeah. and reread so many things of the Bible and it stands out so much differently mm-hmm. now and it's so many more revelations and so right. at this point it's like if I would have to read the Bible if I'm about to read the Bible I cannot just run through it like that right. I have to sit down with a notebook and a pen because mm-hmm. I want to dissect this word yeah. because it's alive and it's living and that's mm-hmm. the beautiful part about it it's living and it's speaking and it's breathing and it's inspired by God mm-hmm. and so every word has the opportunity to minister to my situation and to teach me something brand new Mm. even if I read it before yeah that's great and like with you even saying that Jesus is well you saying that the word of God is alive and knowing that Jesus is living word we want to show you that all in the scripture yes if you go down to 
verse 14 in chapter one, it says that in the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory and glory as of only from glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. And it was referring to Jesus. So in the beginning, we say in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And then in verse 14, it says the word wrapped itself in flesh and dwelt among us. So that means that Jesus is the word of God. Amen. That is so true. Let's read that again. Let's let's go back and really read that because I know I got excited. Like every time I'm reading John, especially the beginning of John, I get so excited and there's so many things I could talk about. But let's go back to what you read, John 1. You just said it. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him, nothing was made that was made. And him was life and the life was the light of man and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. Mm. That is so much to unpack. Yeah. Like who is who is he? Right. And 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 how it how is he with God in the beginning? Like, who is this? So if it says that first, okay, first of all, it's just unraveling things without telling us what's going on. Yeah. So it's like you have to really think about this. It says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. The word is capitalized. Mm. But then in verse three, it says all things were made through him and nothing was made that was made. Right. And him was life. Who is him? Mm. Who is him? We don't know because this is just the beginning. It's literally the beginning of John one. Right. Mm. But then when we scroll down, it says that that light that that was the true light which gives light unto every man coming into the world now light is capitalized mm. word is capitalized mm. him is capitalized and light is mm. capitalized so anytime a, a word like that is capitalized in the bible it's referring to god it's referring to god's spirit or it's referring to jesus overall it's referring to god <laughs> and it says he was in the world mm. Verse 10, and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. Who was him, right? Yeah. So it clearly tells us that him is Jesus. It's mm-hmm. referring to Jesus. It's saying that Jesus is the word of God. Jesus was with God at the beginning. Jesus is God from the be- from the beginning. Right. And Jesus and Jesus was in the beginning. Mm. So if we take out the word word, right? Verse yeah. one, John one, verse one. In the beginning was Jesus. And Jesus was with God. Mm-hmm. And Jesus right. was God. Right. That's basically what right. it's saying. <laughs> so the reason why we're breaking this down is because we really want you all to understand that it's so important. If you believe in Christ, if you believe in Jesus, it's so important to know the word because the word is God and the word dwelt among us. Mm. Period. Amen. I want to cross reference this. So another thing that is helpful when you're reading the word is to also go back to different references. So it says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. Where was God? Where else do we see that language? Mm. Genesis one. Mm. It says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and the darkness was over the face of the deep. 
and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. So it shows that Father, Son, and Holy Ghost mm. was there in the beginning. Amen. <laughs> it shows that all three of them, but also in Genesis, when they get ready to make man, it says, let us make man. Mm. So it shows like image. this is the the three of us in mm-hmm. one getting ready to do this deed. So everything they did, they did together. In the beginning. And even as we were looking up the word beginning mm-hmm. in the Greek earlier, it said that it also meant like the rank, the highest mm-hmm. rank, the principle, the key principle, the key um, time, like the very peak of existence, mm-hmm. the very beginning. What do we call God? Alpha. The yes. beginning. God is Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. In the beginning was, was the, the Word. <laughs> Come on. Like Jesus. That's the word. word. <laughs> That's the word. Inside of God, it was inside the word was inside of God. The word was with God and the word was God. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you will not catch him slipping. Period. <laughs> okay? He is strapped, locked and loaded with the word. Like his character does not right. change. Mm-hmm. He is the word. God does not change. We change, but he never, ever changes. And if the word was founded, if the very highest rank of the beginning was the word, Mm -hmm. that means that the earth was founded on the word of God. Mm -hmm. That means that everything that God created, if it said that nothing was created without him, that means that everything that is supposed to exist today is supposed to be founded on the word of God. And it was created for him. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that means that in everything we do and how we apply this word, it should be founded on the word of God. Our actions should be founded on the word of God to go back and worship the original purpose and creation that God has given us. And what did we talk about a couple of weeks ago? Our original purpose, one of our first purposes is to give God glory. Yes. If we are operating in the word of God, we are giving mm-hmm. God glory because that's it was his original attention mm-hmm. for how we are to operate. Yeah. Is the foundation of the world and the foundation of our entire existence is the word of God. Mm-hmm. Now, this gets even better. It's about to get even better, right? Mm-hmm. So what what was the last thing you just said? Um, everything that we do is supposed to be founded on the word of God because that is the original intent, even in, within our purpose. Now, who's, who's the word again? Jesus. Okay, okay. So we're supposed to do everything unto the glory of Jesus, mm-hmm. everything like Jesus, mm-hmm. right? So basically- and everything with Jesus. And everything with Jesus. Now, we will find that the Bible has no flaw, mm-hmm. that God's word does not return void, right. and there's nothing in God that is alive. Mm-hmm. So if we go to John 14, verse 12, Jesus says- Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will also do and greater works than these he will do because I go to the father. Mm. So if the world was founded upon Jesus, the world was founded through Jesus, the world was founded for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Then Jesus came so that the word may be executed properly because clearly some people were not doing their jobs right. right. Hint, hint, Adam and Eve screwed a couple things up. Jesus had to come so that we may execute the word. Mm -hmm. Why did he want us to execute the word? Because the world was created through him and for him. Yes. The world and by him, the world was created through 
through him and for him. So he says it out of his own mouth in John 14. You're going to do the works that I did and even greater because you're supposed to be executing the word. I am the word. So now I have to come and show you what that looks like. I have to come and be an example because clearly there is no one that truly understands. Clearly there is no one that is truly righteous and truly holy because clearly the Pharisees and the scribes and the Jews and Nathaniel, he didn't get it. They Mm -hmm. didn't get it. Like nobody got it. So I had to come and be that example and be that light to show you that I am the light and the darkness comprehends it not. So Mm -hmm. now I got to come in flesh form so I can break it down to you because I love you just that much. Like I need you to get this so that I can dwell among you and then you can dwell among me when the time is right. Mm-hmm. Period. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Holy Spirit. Come on. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. I love that. I love how everything just, it comes back full circle yeah. with God. Yeah. It comes back full circle. Mm-hmm. And we see that. God wants us to apply the word to our lives and he wants us to walk it out. Mm-hmm. So it's important for us to get to know the word so that we can get to know Jesus. Yeah. So many women, they struggle with things in their minds and their lives. And they're like, I don't know what to do. I just, I can't understand. I need some change, but I'm not sure where to start. But baby girl, listen, I'm telling you to start is Genesis 1. I mean, John 1. Yeah. Because in the beginning was the word. And the word was with The God. word was with God and the word was God. And he came so that he may shine his light. It says that he was the true light unto all men. That he gives light unto every man that mm. ca- that's coming into the world. Yeah. So if he's the one that gives light unto us, then we need to be somewhere over there with him. Mm-hmm. We need to be in the word and applying the word so that we can have that joy, that peace, that love, that forbearance, the patience, the self-control, everything that the Bible says about the Holy Spirit and the fruits of the spirit. We want to cultivate that yes. so that we can look like Jesus and we can do what he did in even greater. What did Jesus do? He came to destroy the works of the enemy. So now it's our time to put on Ephesians 6, full armor of God, locked and loaded, strapped, ready. We with God. God is in us, Mm -hmm. period. (laughs) And we're ready to go. Mm -hmm. Applying it daily. Drops. Mike. <laughs> I don't think there's anything to say after that. Honestly, she just throw it up, whipped it up, lifted it up, flipped it up. <laughs> Girl. Yes, that is a great, 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 great. <laughs> great <funny>. point. <laughs> Amen. Yes. I think that sums it up. That really does sum yeah. it up. Focus on God. Read your word. Start small. Holy Spirit, reveal your word to me. Reveal the revelations to me. I wanted to get to know you better. How mm. can I be more like you, God? If I'm supposed to be more like Jesus, show me Jesus in the text. Mm. Who was Jesus? Start in John. If you are confused, if you are like, where should I start? Where I want to get to know who Jesus is. The best place is to start in John because you get to see his lordship and get to see him as God, Lord Jesus. Mm. Like you're you're getting to know him as the word of God. And that walks you through his whole journey in that way, in that specific gospel. Amen. And it again, like it's just so important. So we're going to reiterate this before we close this out. It's so important to not separate the word of God from God. Yes. If you want to be with God, remember that the word was with God. The word is God. Mm -hmm. You need to know the word so that you can know God. Mm -hmm. It's so important. Just like there's 
so many different names to God, right? And that's something that a lot of us don't study. We don't study Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, mm-hmm. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Mekadesh, Jehovah Shalom, all of those things. But it's so important because when you study his names, you're studying his character. Yeah. And when you're studying, so name means a noma, right? And your name, it used to match with your character. Mm-hmm. So that's why names in the Bible were so important. Like they would name them according to a character that they were going to have. It was kind of like a prophecy, yeah. right? And so, and side note for some of y'all that didn't know, Jesus in Hebrew means life, mm-hmm. right? So his anoma is his character, but mm-hmm. so many of us don't study those things. So we don't have the time. We don't take the time to get to know God's character. So I just want to reiterate, do not separate the Bible from God. If you want to establish a relationship with God, read the word and get to know his character. That's how you're going to get to know Jesus. That's how you're going to be able to grow closer to Jesus. And that's how you're going to be able to grow closer to yourself because your identity is going to be revealed. The Bible says that your identity is hidden in Christ Jesus. Everyone in this world, our identities are hidden in Christ Jesus. Our purposes are hidden in Christ Jesus. So you may have gifts and talents, but the Bible says that our gifts are without repentance. So you could be operating your gift, but you're not operating your purpose because your purpose is not without God. Okay? So that's I'm going to just leave that right there. But making sure, again, do not separate God from the word. The two go together. They are not separate. They are one. And that is it. I am done. <laughs> Drop spike twice. <laughs> okay. We love y'all. Follow us at Official God Sisters if you are already on Facebook and Instagram. And we shall see you next week. Yes. Stay tuned.